0: Let me hear your praise, say, I just want to thank you. I just want to Praise his holy name, I just want to thank you. I, I just want
1: to And we're going to see if we can
0: get everybody to sing with us. Everybody, I just want to thank you. I today Jesus. Ah. I, I just
1: want to
0: thank you. To thank you for being so good.
2: invite you to think with us for a few minutes from the simple subject, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Last week I attended the next conference at the Friendship Baptist Church in Charlotte, north carolina sponsored by dr clifford jones next is an acronym that stands for needed exposure to the x factor during transformation the conference is built around the premise that for pastors and church leaders indeed For any disciple of Christ to maximize their potential, they must be exposed in some intentional spiritual evolution. Spiritual evolution is needed. Without it, we become stagnant and die. But for that evolution to be right and righteous, we must be sure that our transformation is the result of our having been exposed to the right thing, the X factor. And for the transforming, growing Christian, the X factor is Jesus. Now, please don't be insulted. I'm not throwing shade at anybody. I'm not suggesting that we haven't met Jesus. I'm confident that every believer under the sound of my voice is acquainted with Jesus. But for us to be what God would have us be... For us to be transformative, our exposure to Jesus must expand and intensify as we go along this journey. When I was a boy, we used to sing this song in Sunday school. More about Jesus, I would know. More of his grace to others, show more of his saving fullness see more of his love who died for me that's the whole point of discipleship i want to know more about him with each passing moment the more time i spend with him the more time i want to spend with him. For time spent with Jesus is time well spent. And as I spend more time with Jesus, the one overriding thing that I become more and more convinced of is that he loves me. At the conference on thursday night as dr marvin mcmickle stood to preach the word before he took his text he asked the music staff to play jesus loves me and then he asked the friendship choir to sing softly jesus loves me And then he asked the congregation to stand together and sing, Jesus Loves Me. And as I listened to the musician play, as I listened to the choir sing, as I lifted my voice in song with the congregation, tears began to well up in my eyes. As I considered the simple yet powerful truth of that song that I have sung since my childhood. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Listen to what John says in in 1 John 4, 19, first we were loved, now we love. He loved us first. John encourages us to love one another because love comes from God. We are to love people the way God loves us. Thus, we must know how God loves us so that we can love others correctly. Are you suggesting that there are incorrect ways to love others? Yes, I am. When we love selfishly, loving people only for what they can do for us. That's contrary to the love God has shown us. When, when we love inconsistently, embracing people when it's convenient and ignoring them when it is no longer so, that's contrary to the love God has shown us. When we love without commitment, only willing to go so far and no further, then we love in a way that is contrary to the love God has shown us. God's love for us is agape. It is the acceptance of us simply because we are. It is a willingness to have fellowship with us, to talk with us, to share our lives together. And he loves us without requiring that we change before we establish the relationship. Well, well. That's the nature of God's love toward world God loves the world whether or not the world loves him God loves the world whether or not the world embraces him and the proof of his love rests in the fact that he sent his son at great cost at great abuse and heartache to die and rise from the dead, making salvation possible for anyone who will believe. And even if we reject the saving work that was done on our behalf. It does not change in any way the fact that God did this of his own volition because he loves us. Much like our present time, the, the first century church was suffering from an identity crisis. The church was confronted with With this question, how do we best show the love of God to a world that desperately needs it? And for John, the answer was clear. God is love. When we take up permanent residence in in a life of love, we live in God, and God lives in us. This way, love has run of the house. Love becomes at home in us. Love matures us. In these challenging times, the church is being called upon to show the love of God. We develop and maintain ministries and programs to meet the needs of people. We are educational centers with daycare centers and schools and tutorial programs and scholarship Programs. We are the supplements to government assistance programs with ministries to the indigent and those in distress. We are integral links in the chain of self-improvement programs. As we sponsor drug and alcohol recovery ministries, as we provide medical screenings and informational seminars, we seek to play positive roles in the development of our youth with our youth ministries and enrichment programs and scouting programs. We are charged with the responsibility of standing up and speaking boldly on behalf of the voiceless and the powerless and insisting that fairness and equal opportunity be extended to all people and not just a few. And we must continue to do this more and more. So that the world knows that God loves us all. These are not just social justice issues. These are spiritual issues. And John tells us that how God loves us is made evident in how he gave to us. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And I'm glad about that reality. And I'm glad about what the church is doing to show the love of Jesus. But as I come to know more about Jesus, my mind causes me to shift focus from an objective view to a subjective view. My mind shifts focus from from an abstract view to a personal view. And when I look at it from a personal view, I'm overwhelmed with joy at the prospect that Jesus loves me. I want you to consider that today. I want you to consider it in three parts. First, consider that Jesus loves me. The divine logos the one who created all that there is loves me john says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made and that one jesus loves me. Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 3 that his love is unfathomable. It spreads out and and encompasses everyone and everything. Take in the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Reach out and experience the breath. Test its length and plumb its depths and rise to its heights. Live full lives full of the love of God. The magnitude of it is more that my feeble mind can comprehend Jesus loves me. Church, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that Jesus loves me. I'm I'm glad that God in the flesh loves me. I'm glad that the great I am loves me. I'm glad that the Alpha and the Omega the first and the last the beginning and the end loves me. But then more than considering that Jesus loves me. I invite you to consider that Jesus loves me. When you talk about transformative power it rests in the fact that Jesus loves me you see love is more than an emotion love is a source of power and so when I think about the fact that Jesus loves me his love is my power source John says that he sent his son into the world so that we might live through him. And living through him means living in the indwelling power of his Holy Spirit. Church, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that Jesus loves me. He doesn't just lead me because I've seen leaders who don't love who they lead and the results of loveless leadership can be tragic. I'm, I'm glad that Jesus doesn't just serve me because I've witnessed loveless service and the outcome is pathetic but Jesus loves me. He indwells Me And that indwelling is the power source of my life. That power is my triumph. That power is my joy. That power is the foundation of my faith. You might not love me. You might even grow to the place where you don't even want to tolerate me. But when your love stops, Jesus, loves me he doesn't just love me in the morning he doesn't just love me at noontime he doesn't just love me in the evening he doesn't just love me when the sun is shining but under all conditions Jesus loves me well finally you have to consider the fact that Jesus loves me. And you see, when, when I take that into account and I know all that I know about me, I'm awestruck that Jesus loves me. I may not know about you, but I know about me. Me is low down. Me is a no good scoundrel. Me is a liar and a cheat. Me is a manipulator. Me is a wretch undone. Me is not fit to live and not worthy to die. When me would do good, evil is present on every hand. The, the, the good me wants to do goes undone. And the evil me doesn't want to do, me does it Anyway, I know me all too well, and so when I think about me, I'm overflowing with gratitude that Jesus loves me. There's provision in the fact that Jesus loves me. In his love, Jesus has provided everything that I need, not just to survive, but to overcome. See, this is the kind of love that, 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 that John is talking about, not that once upon a time love that, that some of y'all care about, but, but I'm glad that when once upon a time faith Jesus loves me see I don't need a once upon a time love I need a right now love. right now I need a love that will not wilt when the going gets tough right now I need a love that props me up on every weak and lean inside right now. I need a love that frees me from every fear and breaks every chain that tries to bind me right now. I need a love that walks with me and talks with me and tells me that I am his own and I'm glad today. I've got a testimony, Jesus loves me, Jesus loves me, Jesus loves me. me. And I got good news for you, he doesn't just love me, he loves you too, he loves you. Not because of you, but in spite of you. Because just like I'ma go down, do you know who you are? Are you comfortable enough with who you are to say who you are? I was sinking deep in sin. For from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, seeking to rise no more, but the master of the sea heard my despairing cry from the waters. He lifted me, and, and church, I declare, now safe am I loved, lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Choir's gonna sing a hymn. Deacons are coming across.
0: It's me. It's me.